This is Marcel Venable from Auto Revolution, and you're listening to the HRBB Podcast. Recording from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rod by Boy Podcast. All right, we're back. We're back for another uh, episode here, HRBB Podcast, here with Marcel, Auto Revolution. Yeah. Thank you for coming out, Auto Revolution, where you're one of our media partners. That's We've right. We've been doing some really cool uh, projects, video video projects, yeah. and different social media stuff Absolutely. for the last few years. And dude, I, you, you're here for a specific reason. Uh, well, first is to ca- well a, f- a few reasons. You're here to ca- we're here to catch up, right? Um, and dude, what about the stuff we've been talking about for f- five, six years? I know right? it's right? Com- it, it's, it's right coming in front of us, everybody. Right? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's uh, dude, uh, you know. Okay, uh, for years I called it 88 to 98 body style, right, but I guess right. people call it OBS trucks. So yes. for those of you who don't know, um, now the uh, 88 to 98 body style truck, GM truck, Chevy, GMC, becoming popular again. They're insanely popular. One of the, these are, this is a few things that, that helped put my dad on the map because this was like brought production wheels to you know, a new genre of oh, hot yeah. rodding and you know everybody uh i, I think what it was was it, it was an affordable way for for the guy the the hot rod guys to have a daily driver hot rod well right? th- yeah that you was know? like your everyone first had a tru- everyone had a truck well at that time few people had trucks well trucks were very utilitarian they absolutely and, and but i mean there, there were the guys that had hot rod shops that fixed them up uh, yeah you right. know uh, f- absolutely and, and uh, you know instead of having the, the beat up uh, parts getter you know? Yeah, but I mean that I think is really the first truck that you can honestly trace things back to where you could have a fixed up or or, or a modified truck right off of the showroom floor that was everything. Yeah. All the extras were thrown into your payment. So think of today's Raptor, right? That you can go purchase purchase one right off of the showroom floor. Yeah, that's pretty much a dialed in truck. Oh yeah, and drive it off the lot. That's exactly and what you was could happening. Take it out in the dirt. Yeah, I mean, but let, let's let's look at some of the obvious things too. How long did they run the square body style for? How many years? Oh, right? yeah, seventy three to eighty seven. So right, yeah, and, and I run. mean, very. You know, they're cool now. Yeah, sure. Because we all grew up with them. Our grandparents had them. Our uncles had them. Absolutely. Um, but come on. When the '88 came out, it was like, oh, it's a sleek looking. Exactly, it was a game changer. Fleet side, yeah. Fleet side, just it just even stock. It was just a slick looking truck. It was the first time that anybody really cared about a truck. It went from you know the the old uh, tractor with doors, where basically they were just a truck and you used it for work. This was a time where they put styling along with yeah, it had more car styling. It to did, it. totally did. You know, the doors closed. It, it didn't wind whistle. Um, you know, <laughs> right. just everything about it. The fit and finish was perfect on those trucks, or I should say, better than ever. And yeah. um, it was a, a a leap forward. They looked modern. They looked uh, sleek. They didn't look like the boxy Chevy as before. Ford at the time too was super boxy. Um, so you know, this round, sleek, aerodynamic truck came out that had good styling stock. Yeah, and was just begging for modification. So, yep. h- here we go, right? Oh yeah, it, it, it was that was a great time because I would you graduate ninety, eighty nine, eighty nine. Wow, okay, that's that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, see, I graduated. <laughs> I graduated ninety two. So, I mean, at that time, I was a little bit you know out of my reach, but I was around it all the time. Yeah, right? I was like, man, that would be cool to have that, but I don't think I could. You know, I, I think at the time you couldn't escape it because literally when GMC Truck Center worked with your dad, an explosion happened. I mean, guys, literally, like, you could walk into a dealership, 
purchase a truck, go to the river that day. I mean, it was, it was incredible. Yeah. And, and the way that they went about it, I mean, obviously too, some other guys, you know, Tim Sasamian, uh, over there at traders had oh, a lot to do with it, big, big. but you literally could walk in, pick your color and it was a bumper cover, a roll pan, a set of Boyd's and a two, four bell tech tick, a two, four bell tech kit. And you were off and running. Yep. So amazing times. Yeah, um, it was. And then, I mean, just, just then all the aftermarket product that, uh, just, just exploded from that. Just, just cre- was created specifically for that and ruled. I mean, it ruled. I mean, it kind of tapered off, I think, towards the late '90s on sure. on, on that stuff, because you know, people get bored of well, that stuff. I mean, you know, you know C10s have been popular for how long? Yeah, and then a long time, actually, well, right in the last decade. Uh, obviously, yes, right? definitely last decade. decade. Uh, they're still still pretty pretty hot. Yeah, uh, square bodies popular because that's kind of people. You know, this is the next just the next one. But but going back to the '88 to '98s, I mean, that was really again kind of the first true like where the truck industry was born because. Before, like you said, you had a lot of hot rod shops or, or a guy that, you know, might have been an enthusiast that had a race car and, and he might have fixed up his his uh, 67 to 72 or, you know, something like that. But this was brand new truck, brand new outfitted. And if you look at how things have gone through time, still the 88 to 98 trucks launched, let's say, the Fabtech look where everybody in the late 90s said, oh, I want a lifted truck. And, you know, Fabtech did so well back then. Yeah, in early 2000s. In early 2000s. Yeah. So it's just – and it's kind of just progressed from there. Well, and what do you think, too, uh, as far as, um, you know, like ton- like the tonneau cover technology, if you oh, will, yeah. right? So uh, I remember the tonneau covers it, it, on square bodies were like – like vinyl and yes. snap on the sides. Oh yeah, absolutely. Zero security. Exactly. Zero security. So right. then, then you know this this bike. Okay, but people started making fiberglass tops, aluminum yeah. tops. Then you could lock it. Right. Guess what? Now you you have a big. You got a six foot trunk. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Yeah. So well, think of all the other things that came out too. I mean, there were guys like you know Doug DeBerti back then that were he was doing all of the uh, the billet uh, trim work and with he had trends and uh, oh yeah. You know that 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 spawned another industry too. Of- <laughs> that was a billet overload. I think. Exactly. It, I think. I think. I mean, we've all been guilty of it in this industry, but it's just like uh, we, we got to make everything out of billet. Exactly. Like everything. Everything. It's got to. I mean, remember mirrors. The, the bil- no pedals. Remember the billet, knobs. The the one that I always laughed at was the billet coat hanger. Right. Oh. <laughs> that now. First off, and you're right, man. Why is there a coat hanger anyways <laughs> in a truck? Handles. Handles. But, everything. Yeah. Handles. Uh, radio knobs. You know what? Uh, what my um, my my '92 GMC mm-hmm. has Belltech uh, <laughs> rocker panels on it. Right, it, right. The, it's got the stamped. The, they're not billet. They're stamped. Yeah, but it's bitching. It, and right. it's got the you know the uh, the seat. What would you call it? Seat risers. The, the seat, seat riser. The plate. seat riser plate. Yeah, yeah. You know, and those, oh, those threshold plates. Those threshold plates that people would. It was made out of billet, but then they had ball mill like a bow tie or heartbeat of America oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. So, but that's interesting that we bring that up because what I'm really surprised to see is most of the people right now that are looking for these 88 to 98 trucks, OBSs, CKs, you know, whatever you want to call it. Most of these guys are in their young 20s, like under 25. Yeah. And, and most of these trucks are older than them. And the one thing that, and this is where I think this is full circle, where we're talking right now is, I've heard so much about, I want the Boyd look. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, and, and, and I kind of look at this going like, well, you know, wow, 
Boyd Cottington's yeah. been gone for you know almost or over ten years. Yeah, and eleven. A, eleven. Yeah, and uh, the nice thing about that is people still associate that styling with that vehicle. Well, yeah, because that was the crossover. That was a crossover. The, the Boyd look is obviously applies to the hot rods, right? Absolutely. The smooth look, right? Uh, but uh, it, it transferred over into the trucks, right? That was, I mean. That was a very affordable way to get the Boyd look. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? I mean, uh, I mean, th- this is kind of funny. Now, Now again, dating me, this is going way back. But, you know, a few of my friends, obviously. I, I, by the way, I've never dated you. Th- that's true, so. huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've never, that's never dated Marcel, by the way. No. So back in the day, I, re- I can remember, you know, I grew up in a good neighborhood. A lot of rich kids. And most of these rich kids, they were, you know, a graduation present was an 88 to 98 truck. Yeah. And they knew I had friends that worked for your dad. And I would stop in with these guys. And I, I remember clearly your dad walking up to me one day and saying, Marcel, where'd all these kids come from? Like, you keep buying wheels. And, and, and they were fairly pricey for, you know, a, an 18-year-old kid to walk in and say, hey, oh, I yeah. want a set of wheels. And uh, I just remember telling him, like, uh, you know, I live in a good neighborhood. And for a while there, there was, I think, probably out of maybe 10 of my friends, probably seven to eight guys had wow. a, an OBS. Yeah. yeah. That was cool because uh, mo- most of us were probably in the S10 range. Uh, no, you know, I, we I was in, oh, in the, I, yeah, uh, yeah. you know. If I look at it financially, I was in the Volkswagen range. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing back a lot of the retro styles. I call it the retro, series, you know, like yeah. the tri-fan. I mean, we got a set of 24, 22s going together here in the next uh, few right. days. Right, um, We just shipped that set of T3s. Oh really? Twenty-two inch. Yeah. Um, and if, by the way, if you guys listen to this, you guys can see I post all this stuff as it leaves on Instagram, um, and, and then we eventually try to get on the website, which is funny, right? Yeah. Normally the other way around. I know. Well, Instagram is everyone's on Instagram now. Exactly. Um, but uh, it's it's cool. It's and people we're, we're getting the you know majority response we're getting is wow that you know the last time I saw that design on a, on a truck was it was 17 inch and i thought that was big and now you just built it in 24 inch right and it right. looks good right and we're some of them are tough to scale up they don't maybe look right but you know we're i think we're doing a decent job with it but yeah. th- there's a lot of cool stuff happening and you know i i've i've had now my my uh 92 for i don't know how three years four years now, yeah you have yeah you know and uh probably four years and it's finally ready to just kind of go enjoy and right. uh you know i don't know um now my 95 we're going to be doing some stuff with that we're yes. gonna be, we got uh really cool stuff happening with we're going to be well in you know we're going to be doing some co-production on that deal absolutely uh, a, a little a little freshen up because what's that thing's got like a four six on it yeah just you know um just it was lowered in 95 exactly so what we're and that that was my daily driver. It's it's a clean hundred thousand mile truck. And what we're gonna do now is um, we're gonna run the Alden coilover kit in the front, Absolutely. like I did on on the white and silver one. Correct. Um, and then now on the white and silver, I have the AZ Pro Performance brake kit on there. That's correct. Which is a really badass brake kit. It's a fourteen inch brake kit with a C five caliper. They worked with Bear, um, actually Bear puts puts that kit exclusively together for them right it's amazing because i think i think if i'm if i'm not mistaken that truck was gm's worst performing in the brake test i was just going to bring that up and when and and when uh travis at az pro performance worked on this kit this kit 
is the biggest improvement over stock of anything Bears ever made. I, you're, you're preaching to the choir, actually. It's, it's just amazing. Because, do, do you know what? I mean, I've heard from a customer. Uh, we were talking. I sold him a set of wheels for his OBS. And he made a comment. He's like, yeah, you know, I was building this for my wife. But she goes, I don't want to drive this thing. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. And I told him about the brake kit. Right. I don't know if he ever got the brakes. Uh, but but the problem uh, with the kit is the, the first kit they did, you can't fit anything less than a 19-inch on there. Right. Right. So it's a 14-inch. Uh, Travis is working on, on a 13-inch. Yes. And we're, we're going to be able to – because on mine, I'm going to also – I already have the centers already ready. I'm running uh, – I probably shouldn't say what design. We a little surprise. Okay, a little surprise. So I got a set of retro series. Yeah. Badass uh, uh, wheels that are ready to go. Right. So we're going to do the coilover kit in the front. Um, and then what we're going to do in – and we're going to do this all at one time. We're going to try to get it all done and document it. And, right. Freshen it up. So, um, well, one thing too that I like well, about Travis's brake kit over there, Pro Performance. I mean, I know he's done a lot of homework on this. We even, I believe, we did an episode of that kit maybe two or three years ago when he built his first uh, OBS. That yeah, it would, it would have been engine. a couple years ago because yeah. I've had the brake kit a little over a year yeah. on mine. Yeah. Um, well, so he, he's also working on, and what we're going to do for the rear, they're working on the kit right now. He's going to have what's called his React suspension, rear suspension. Okay. Um, it's a rear coilover kit with the C-notch. Right. And uh, it's a four-link four setup with a panard bar. Nice. Uh, it's all bolt-on, no welding, and they're going to have a bag version too. Oh, nice. Good. But I am a static drop guy. Yep. So I, I love know. the coilovers. Yes. And you know what? Um, all this stuff is here is made in America. Right. You know, and, and, and really trying to support that. So I'm excited. I'm excited because, yeah. dude, my uh, the, the way that my uh, white and silver truck handles is, is bitching. Absolutely. And, and I think that you're working with it's the right low, guys. pretty low, but I, it's, it does pretty good. Yeah. No, I, I do really think you're working with the right guys because, like you said, too, I mean, Alden's made here right down the street in Southern California. Yeah, with Carson. Yeah. And then, obviously, you've got, you know, Travis uh, working with Bear out there in Arizona. So, you know, you're already kind of working yeah, with all the right guys. Yeah, I'm building the wheels here. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, by most guys' standards, uh, oh, and also, too, uh, Travis is doing a 15-inch brake kit. Oh, for, geez. He's, he's working on that. Oh. Yeah, so he's going to make make my wheel world a little more difficult. Yes. I'm sure. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm telling people, well, if you run in that, you got to run 22s. So. Oh, yeah. And obviously, you live in Texas. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I'm, I'm sticking with 18s because yes. it's my daily driver. And I think I think they look – you know what? I'm, I'm, I think you can get them to, to sit pretty good, especially with that coilover kit, and we'll see what happens with this uh, well, with the rear kit. you know, I, I have a theory, and, and, and I'm sure you would agree because obviously you're in the wheel business, but for me, 88 to 98s need a 20-inch wheel. Not, uh, then, then you step into your Silverados, your 99 to 07s. To me, I think a 22 looks perfect on those. Yeah. Anything uh, later model than that, 07 and up, I believe a 24 looks better. Just the styling of how they did the trucks – that wheel fitment kind of makes a lot of sense. Well, it depends on where, how, how low you want the vehicle to sit. Um, because all we've done in the front with the twenties is just that Alden kit on okay. my white and silver truck. Right. Where we had to, you know, um, we had to cut it up in the back right. to get that Corvette. It's got a Corvette. It's got, I was it's say, got a Corvette rear yeah. end in the back. So it's right. like, you know, we had Jack Frith um, up in Bakersfield do the work on that one and so wait a second let's talk a little bit about that because was your dad kind of the first guy that put the uh the court the c4 corvette kits in the 88 to 98s or? you know i don't know the exact uh history on it but i i i 
the information I gathered is that Belltech made uh, like 10 prototype kits that they kind of put out there. Okay. Um, and I don't, I know that uh, a couple of them ended up, ended up on, on some of my, the trucks that my dad built. Okay. And then obviously one of them was this, you yeah. know, it, it ended up on my truck. And the problem was the way it was, it was set up for 15s. And yeah. it, was, it just, when we put the 20s on it, it, sat, it was like a well, four by four. I mean, consider, consider the time back then. Oh yeah. I mean, you know? it, it, it was bitching then, but what's funny is when I got that truck, it had the little pop-up uh, license plate. Yeah. And it had a trailer hitch on it. Yep. And people ask me, what, the, what did this, with the Corvette rear end, with the, with the monoleaf in the back? Yeah. You can't tow anything with that. And right. I go, a jet ski. A jet ski or a, or, going or, to the river, bro. or a small jet boat, an 18 foot jet boat. Yeah, going to the all river. All day long. <laughs> and that's what those were. I mean, that's what, <laughs> right. it, it, that was your ticket to yeah, ride. You had your Oakley blades yes. and your oh. mullet, dude. Yeah. And you, you, you know, you yeah. put the cooler in the back. Yep. All right. Yeah. Okay, Uncle Rico. Yeah, Uncle Rico, right? <laughs> yeah. Bring your football. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, man, I'd lost my train of thought there for a second. No, no. I, I, I was going to. Um, I, 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 I like I, the fact that, that someone oh, did. I oh, think... speaking of Corvette suspension, I want to talk because what we're going to do, too, for everybody listening, um, we're going to post pictures of the ZR1 truck. Well, let's so, talk about that. So, yeah. so the ZR1 truck now, and Marcel, you're more of a historian on this car stuff than me as far as, because the ZR1 came out, what, 91? Yes. Actually, no. Uh, let me back that up. 1990, late 1990, it came out. Okay. Yes. So... You know, my dad took uh, just a standard cab, short bed. Yes, yes. Um, and they basically took the whole powertrain, drive, drive, yeah, yeah drivetrain suspension out of a, a out of a ZR1 and Correct. put it into a truck. And I remember the day that thing got on the road, my dad took it to the house, and I happened to be there. And he goes, "Get in, get in," and we're pulling out of the driveway. And our driveway wasn't that steep, and this thing was low. Yeah, it was right. scraping. Yes, but it just, I, I just go whoa because I, mean, I saw it being built you know right. but it's one thing when you, you know you you know is it six speed was this is it a six speed six speed transmission yeah yeah and i just remember looking at that thing and just going down orange avenue my right. dad just flying that thing i was yeah. like yeah this is bad dude. no that that and again i i know we're reliving our uh, some of the glory years but oh. that was a game changer truck because there were plenty of trucks that were kind of up and coming but your dad put that over the level by saying oh yeah I've got the world's fastest production car drivetrain in a truck. Yeah. And, you know? and, and, you know, we got pictures in some of the Tony Thacker pictures. We got some shots that there's, there's shots out there um, uh, that everybody's seen, but right. we got shots that no one's seen. No one's seen. Right. So we're going to start post. We'll post some of those so people can see what we're talking about. Well, and I think that and, you, now you posted a few of those on Instagram a few weeks back. And yeah. And got oh, a lot of response. Yeah. On that. That, that was a, uh, that was a video photo shoot that was done in 90. Okay. Um, it was done at Johnny Rockets in Hollywood. Right. Um, and there were some hot rods and a, I don't know. There was a couple OBS trucks there. And right. It was, yeah, it really kind of popped off on Instagram there with that. Right. You know, people really were digging that. And it's like, I'm, I got so many of those slides. I, we'll be releasing them over, over a period of time, but we're just kind of, but you know, it, kinda, it was overwhelming to kind of organize them and go, okay, what story do we want to tell with this stuff? Well, I think the reason why the popularity of that popped up was if, if you even look right now, like let's look at current brand new truck colors where you've got a lot of pastels, you've got a lot or of the muted, like the, the grays, right? Right. 50 and, shades of gray. Yeah, that's well, right. <laughs> yeah, there's that, but you know, the new company, or I should say the late, late model pickups are picking up those same uh, styling cues back from the nineties where you had 
turquoises and teals and baby blues, um, yellows, you know, pretty much wild colors, wild colors. Well, I mean, you got to th- look at the styling back there. And, and that's the same thing. I mean, look at body glove. Right. Oh, well, that's. Yeah. Oh, and, and you know, what? I, I I'm going to find some pictures, but I my dad started an apparel company called Boyd Boyd Coddington wedge or the wedge and the wedge is is a surfing uh, well it's mostly like a bodyboarding and body surfing spot that when the current comes in it's over there in newport right and there's a jetty and the way if the i forget if it's, it's, a, south, it's a south swell south swell yeah. comes in right it hits these rocks and it ramp it, 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 it ramps this i mean it's shore break right and it's like back breaking uh you oh, know yeah. it, it ramps up 15 20 feet absolutely on, on a really killer uh killer day but um Okay, so that's what it was called. But they had these puffy volleyball shorts. Remember the puffy volleyball yes, shorts? Yes. These were bright blue, <laughs> right. bright orange, bright yellow. And do you know what? I never wore them. I never wore them. <laughs> and, and, but, but a lot of people did. A lot of people did. Yeah. It yeah. was the goofiest looking shit I've ever seen. Well, see, but, you, you know, know it was. But that's the style. You remember body glove with the bright colors? Oh, yes. You know, definitely. Uh, what, was the, what was the other one? Um, oh, come on, come on. I don't know. It, I'm just thinking of all this, you know, all that stuff back then. Right, right. I don't know. But now how that relates. But, that, the, but that's what I'm saying. You, it was like people color matched the, their, their truck to their their apparel and their lifestyle, you right, know? Right, right. Loud color. I mean, you know, Oakley Blades, you can get those, all the components in all these bright ass Oh, colors. yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was definitely then. Kill, and remember they, Killer Loop glasses? Yes. Killer Loop, Yes, dude. they were a volleyball uh, brand, so... But that's neither here nor there. I mean, that's we could get into you know the whole world of of professional volleyball <laughs> the, 80s, the 90s dude. and 80s. Yeah, there. but so. that, you know what? It, it was good times, and now it's circling back around. And now totally guys is. are they're, they're upsizing. You know, and and it's cool because it's some of the some of the stuff that's being produced is now produced to today's standards, right? Uh, performance standards, exactly. Uh, you know, and then styling standards, which styling. Talk about larger sizes on all these trucks well, know, of, of these older old school wheels. But that's I think that's what's so great about the 88 to 98. It, it, it is versatile. I mean, if you look at the stock specs, the V8 engine only had 210 horsepower. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's now your average V6 Camaro makes 300 horsepower. Oh, yeah. You I know, mean, so you're, it, a, a four-cylinder uh, uh, Hondas uh, off the lot are getting like 240 or right, something. Right, right. I mean, so, I mean, if you look at... From a power plant standpoint, that thing is <laughs> very a- weak. So I'm hoping to see more people, obviously, which I have been seeing, but people doing LS swaps. Uh, I, yeah, I think most people outside of California mm-hmm. are doing that. I know in, right. in, in California, it's a struggle for yeah. anything what, what before 95? 90, well, it's it's 95 and earlier, you're okay. It's the 96 and ups. Oh, 95 and earlier. That That's you, right. you have more problems with. Um, yeah. you know, but again, too, you know, if you use a more efficient engine, uh, obviously, upgrade the transmission. Yeah, isn't that crazy that they, they they have a hassle with that because you're you're taking a you're, you're putting in a more efficient engine in it. Why would someone have a problem? Oh well, with that? Chris, don't start. You know, no, I know. We're not. Let's not go down the small yeah, yeah, carb yeah, right. rabbit hole. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll, be, we'll, we'll be here. There's not enough time. Yeah, exactly. That's a whole. That's yeah. a whole another episode. Yeah, but that's just. I mean, that's here's the thing that's so nice about it. You can take one of these vehicles. An LS fits. You know, you're not making major modifications to put a, a, a more efficient, higher horsepower power plant in this thing. You're you're pretty much bolting it in place. 
you know the the radiator's large enough the engine bay is large enough the transmission matter of fact even some of the transmissions came with 4L60s so you could still keep even the the factory transmission that came with your vehicle made it to a to a, a an LS power plant and you're you're going down the road yeah so i i i like to see more of that stuff i think that's coming um, those trucks were plagued with, you know, they had bad brakes like we talked about. Oh, they had horrible uh, power windows. Uh, that was another um, problem with them. The fuel pumps, obviously, everyone that's had one of these trucks before, they know that they've had a fuel pump that's left them in a parking lot, you know, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, you know, so they, they had their plagues. But I think if you address those with modern parts now, uh, you've got a great vehicle because yeah. again, this is something that the door closes and they're easy to and, work on and they're easy to work on. The parts it, are inexpensive. It, it, a, yeah. And there's, and, and that's the next thing too. There's a ton of them, you know, there, there's also wrecking yards. Are there's full a of ton them. of them, but there's not a ton of nice ones. Uh, you know, it's crazy that the, I, I, when, when I was looking uh, every once in a while, I'll just keep my eyes open and look. Some of the nicest ones are step sides. And I, I, I know, I know, so, you know, and I mean, it's just like, well, and I'm I, not a huge, I, there's a, there's a time and a place for step sites. Yes, there yes. is. But I'm not a huge step site fan. But when I look for these trucks, some of the nicest ones. Well, well and that's, let's clear this up too, because honestly, right now, everybody is looking for that standard cab fleet side Silverado. You know, that's kind of the, 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 the truck of choice out of these models, because for the first time also Chevy offered a different line where it was, you had a standard cab, you had an extended cab, you had a crew cab. And at the time, the majority of the people that were purchasing these trucks, a, an extended cab was a brand new thing. So most people bought the extended cab. I mean, if you saw, I mean, you remember back this, when you saw everything rolling off the lot or, or leaving your dad's shop, they were all extended cabs. Yeah, it extended was cab rare. got really popular. Yeah, so, but I see, you know, obviously with the, the standard cab being rare in fewer numbers, then yes, that's the truck to look for today. But I, those obviously are driving up in price. You know, a good version of one of those right now, a drivable version of that, you're probably closer to five grand, even for just a donor. Uh, still running and driving, yeah. but that's what you're looking like here on the West Coast. Whereas like an extended cab, possibly even in better condition or yeah, mo more than likely in better condition is only worth about 3,500 bucks. Yeah. And, and if you're looking at drivability, comfort, the extended cab is much more comfortable to drive. Plus, you have a back seat for sure. For someone who's six and two, six like two, myself, yes, uh, you, that seats all the way to the window it's on the a window. standard cab, right? Which I mean, you know, it's fine. Well, you knew the job changer when he took it when he when he jumped in the truck, but yeah, when when you're going back to driving to the river, right, and, and you're on your uh, four hour drive, no, I mean, it's kind of nice to kick that that uh, backrest back and kind of stretch out so if my family ever gives me shit about my trucks it's the fact that i can only fit three people in it <laughs> right right you know? right but I, hey, yeah yeah that's know, well hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's good though so no, i'm excited because i'm excited to get the red one all done i'm excited to get just kind of maybe maybe the silver one down the road for somebody else maybe. to enjoy and move and work on another project so what i'd also what i'd also like to see is some of the um not to say some of the trends to come back, but there were some guys that made some really great stuff. I mean, even we go back to that power plant only making 210 horsepower. I remember companies like Whipple, they actually came out with a supercharger that worked very well with that truck. Yeah. And, and made that a pretty, it scooted along pretty well. I mean, it probably added about 100 horsepower, so it's not anything that's tire blazing or, or it would yeah. get out of control. But that was still a, a, a very huge fun truck to, over to drive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm... We'll see. I mean, like, I know how many people are sitting there going, "What? Yeah, what do you? These are popular again? Right, it's right. Like, well, you gotta pay attention, dude. It's you know, it evolves around, and it's like th this is stuff like, like we talked about when we graduated high school. You know, 
our richer friends yes. and, and our uncles and our dads had these things. Right. And you're like, okay. And then you kind of, you know, you move on and you grow. And then now we're in our forties and we're going, no, yeah, that's... I got the time and money for this now. Right. And, and that was cool. And yeah. I've always wanted one when I graduated high school. Right. I'm going to have one. Yeah. That's, I think that's happened with every single, that's how things come back around. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, it's totally the case if, uh, you know, Guys that are a little bit Dude, older than us. They love '69 Camaros. Not to get and not to get off on Camaros, right? But what about Irox Z's? Oh boy, right what, now. What about what about, dude? I'm kind of eyeballing that next. Uh, well, you better get on the train already because for the last two years on the power tour, the the most oh. sought after car has been the third gen Camaro. So, <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, I had I had one, and I'm embarrassed to say it was it was gold. Okay. Uh, and it was a V6. Right. And I, yeah, that was my first car. Well, there you go. And I remember my dad taking me. We went to this little lot in Fullerton off Commonwealth. Okay. Oh, I know exactly. Where okay. It was yeah. a little, a, a lot. Yeah. And I remember it was one of those deals back then. I think my dad gave him his license and, and the guy goes, here, go take it for a ride. So it was me and Greg was in the back seat. Okay. And I think it was something like, it was cheap. It was like 2,800 bucks yeah, or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, I remember my dad going, all right, you guys got your seatbelts on? Yeah. Because I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Because this thing wasn't fast. Right, right. Yeah, it's a V6. Dude, he was going like 40 yeah. or 45, and he just locked up the brakes. He goes, hey, you got to do a brake check. And we, <laughs> in, the middle of Com- in the middle of Commonwealth, we locked up the brakes and, and right. skidded out. He goes, yeah, you got to do a brake check. Yeah, I got to do a brake check. Car. <laughs> so, yeah, we bought that, and uh, I ran that for a couple years. Yeah. You know, third gens are uh, making a big comeback as well. I mean, there's there's a couple companies. I mean, Detroit Speed. I know they have a full line of of uh, new stuff for for the third gens. Um, they built a bitchin. They do, they make a nice kit. Uh, you know, also too, um, UMI. They make a nice suspension kit for those. Okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of people too that are looking at brakes for those cars now. I know um, Curry Enterprises. They're looking. They they've been building rear ends for them. So there's there's parts available. That's cool. You know. Um, now, if and, you go and, back, and you know what? And everybody listening, th- that's what's going to keep the hot rod thing is. alive. And the hot rod thing is is a moving target as far as a name, right. I think. Right? I mean, well, it, because I, you any hot rod is anything you 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 customize. And it you, is. You, you know, it's a. I, I think so, also too that that the generation is changing over to where a hot rod to say like our parents or or our uncles or whatever, a hot rod used to mean like a thirty two or or maybe a fifty five Chevy. Um, where now uh, I think our generation is looking at, okay, well, Hot Rod is like a third gen Camaro yeah. or, or, you know, these trucks that we're talking about. So it, well, it's changing. And then, you know, it's, and then we can face the yeah. whole, then the, the whole nother conversation is about, uh, hot rodding your, your, uh, electric car. And that's going to be computer hackers it, be, and, and yeah, it's going to be, absolutely. you know, hacking into your, uh, Tesla and trying and, to get yeah more power out of it or, or <laughs> right. Building a, a high performance battery. Right. Yeah, More I'm storage. curious to see where that technology is yeah. that's going. I'm I'm excited to see that. I mean, right. uh, you know, look, it, nothing's going to re- replace the experience uh, and and just the the thrill of a of a gas motor that's just pushing I, some horsepower. I, I think what people get mixed up on is that even back in the 30s, when when hot rodding was was finding its roots, the biggest thing that people pushed for was speed. And the reason why we have like high boy roadsters, um, for one, was to, to save weight so the vehicle would go faster. Yeah. And I think as we look forward, you know, into like, say, the hot rodding of electric cars, 
it will be about speed. It'll be like, how much faster can I make my electric car go? So I, I can see like rewinding motors to handle more duty cycle or you know, bringing a, a high performance battery for, for more electrical charge. Um, gear ratios changing, stuff like that. I mean, the acceleration's already off the chart. Yeah, the battery technology is the one that's going to push it to where, you know, you can get that thing and drive from here. To New to, York, right. Yeah, yeah, that's the ultimate goal, right? Exactly, right. Coast to coast yes. uh, trip. Right. Um, and there's also other things. There's more charging stations. So, I, and I'm, I'm like you, I'm optimistic about the, this, the, uh, the technology. I'm not the guy saying, hey, we need fossil fuels or nothing. Um, but there's the other side of, I think, that people will also lose the, the – because there is nothing like hearing a finely tuned engine. I mean, there's something that you can sit there and go, oh, even when something drives by and you hear it, you go, oh, that's got to be performance. And I think that's what we're going to lose with the electric car, obviously. Um, but it'll still find its its niche. And, and I don't think that there will be anything wrong with this uh, industry, even, in, even into the future. I think that we'll just continue to kind of grow and evolve like it's had or like we have here in the past. We always want to come up with something that's faster, faster and cooler. I know and, exactly, and a lot more fun. Than, well, and than right the, now, the, I and, guess, and, and, yeah. Well, I guess right now, brighter. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to go out and find my Oakley Blades connection and, and maybe some puffy shorts, but Dude. you know, probably I can see you know painting a, a vehicle right now something that's a different color. I mean, I'm the project I'm currently working on right now, which is not a 88 to 98, but I'm building a, a 70 uh, C10. I'm really throwing around the idea of, of painting it teal. Okay. And that goes back to kind of that. What year is it? A 70. A 70, okay. Yeah. So. You're thinking about teal, huh? I'm thinking about teal. Huh. You know? Do you want to go tweed white? interior too? Uh, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> 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 yeah. That was uh, tweed. That was something that creeped into the uh, the sport truck movement for a little bit. Yeah. Right? Oh, I I did my share of uh, of tweed um, conversions over there at Stitchcraft. Back wasn't, in the day. Hey, wasn't Tom's truck with the fighting Irish deal? Wasn't that, uh, didn't he have tweed in there? He did. Yeah. That wasn't his Toyota. He had a, he had obviously, he's a fan of Notre Dame university. And so he had the uh, mascot with the, the fighting Irish and, and also clovers that, uh, actually myself and, and Revo, uh, Revo Reeves over at Stitchcraft. We, uh, we stitched that all up for him. And, and, and that was many moons ago. Tweed. Tweed. Yeah. That's, that's when we're going to, that we I hope that's keep that in the vault. Well, we'll I mean, that's that just like up. with anything from from you know, if you look at anything that's twenty five plus years old, there's some things that you want to leave in the closet, and there's some things that you're able to show off. I think tweeds that thing that we don't really talk about. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the bumper on my on my uh, ninety two when I bought it had the uh, billet insert. It did with the the, the big driving the, lights, the big driving lights right, inside. Right. So. No, I work. Okay, so funny thing about that, I again dating myself. I worked at Sir Michael's. Uh, Back what, in Mike Burley, Mike Burley, yes, and um, he was a friend of your dad's as well. Yeah, he was right around the corner, right around the corner, right? Yep. Um, actually, yeah, Sir Michael's, yeah, had all the tooling for so, all those roll pans and roll pans, steel roll pans, and also steel bumpers that, like you said, driving lights, grills, ducts. Uh, Mike put kind of everything in those things, yeah, and uh, that was a trend for a while. Um, I, I'm also on the fence whether or not I think if I bought if I were to build one of those right now would I put one of those on there? To me, I still like kind of the smooth look, you know, just a, a standard work truck bumper. Um, I'm also the guy. I'm a big fan of the monochromatic paint jobs rather than leaving those trucks, uh, you know, with the chrome front end or the chrome bumper. To me, um, you know, the Boyd look, yeah, is what really what I go for with that. So, you know, and that was what, what your dad did a great job of of styling that and by 
stripping the grills, um, painting the grills, painting the bumpers, putting roll pans on them, color matching the, the door handles. And of course, there are other companies like Street Scene that came out of, you know, I mean, look at, uh, at, at Mike. Um, oh, God. Spagnola. Spagnola. Look at how Mike Spagnola, who worked at Traders, he started looking at the styling of these things and began styling his own grills and mirrors and a whole product line that even today that company is still growing strong. I'm sure even doing better right now because of the people that are building OBSs. So Yeah, and there's also, you're getting some of these customized trucks from back in the day, and you're looking at them, like, I think it's it, like some of the mirrors, and you're going, okay, what what, mirror, what, what mirrors were those? Well, and okay. you're like, I, I don't know, because, you know, they, right. they look like... They look like these mirrors. Yep. Okay. So that is a big subject that I just ran into Larry Ashley, which to any of you people listening here, Larry Ashley is a guy that's in charge currently of uh, the the upholstery company called TMI. And and he does a great job over there. They've got very forward thinking uh, uh, management and they do a lot of great interior work. So where are they at? They're out of, uh, I believe, Corona. Too, what, does it stand for too much information? I don't know what it stands for. <laughs> I really don't. Um, and they're a upholstery company. They're a upholstery company. Okay. So um, Larry, back in the day, he worked at a place called California Custom Motors. That was in Orange. Yes. And that was their, their big claim to fame at the time was, was uh, shipping cars to Japan. When there was a big, the early 90s, there was a big push to build cars and sell them to Japan. So Larry probably had was responsible for putting together at least 30 or 40 of these things plus. And um, I ran into him last week and we started talking about this, about the mirrors. And he goes, well, wait a second, what mirrors are you going to put on? You know, because right now I'm, I'm helping out my cousin who's a 24 year old kid that hardly knew what an OBS was. He has two of them and we're in the middle of restoring his and, and doing some upgrades to it. So we were mentioning that I really wanted the Belltech mirrors, right? And they're very hard to come by because Belltech, currently doesn't offer those mirrors they're, they're they're a discontinued item yeah and probably have been for some oh, time yeah, yeah exactly no one's thought about buying belltech mirrors for 20 years <laughs> but street scene mirrors are um are very popular uh and, and they're kind of another let's say spin-off of of, of what belltech did but so larry gave me some information i never knew about and the mirrors that we're talking about belltech had a part number it was their mirror part number was 8300 so when Larry goes, oh, you mean the old 8300 mirrors? I said, yeah. He goes, you know, those were just Chevy S10 uh, mirrors that were modified to fit the CK. Oh, really? And I said, you're kidding me. He goes, yeah, if you really look at it, it looks like the the 82 to 85 Chevy S10 or S15 if you're a GMC guy. Yeah. Um, but that's what those mirrors were, those little side small mirrors. Really? And, and the thing that I, I love the styling of them, but Chris, you know, too. You can't see a damn thing out of those little small. No. You might as well put one of those those prism style, you know, blind spot mirrors there. Um, Marcel, yeah, I'm embarrassed to say I have this on on mine. <laughs> no, because I, I listen. Uh, my truck, my truck was a daily driver for an older gentleman. Sure. And I just left it on there. Right. Right. You know. Hey. Why not? Yeah. Why not? But I mean, one thing about those is you do when you in those trucks in the standard cab, you do feel like you're sitting in a fishbowl. You do. You got yeah. glass all the way around. And, you. and, and but what, that's what I liked about those trucks. They were easy to drive. You had great visibility. You had wonderful styling. Some aerodynamics. Um, you know, I know there was a couple people. Tim Sasamian, he built a pro street style, or I should say, a pro stock style pickup truck. Yeah. You know, right? that was that was that, cool. was the, that was red and black, wasn't it? Yeah, red and black. And I think it had maybe a few other things. But, uh, you know, he put a big block Chevy in the oh, thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and actually they were they would drag race that thing quite often. 
Um, you know, I was, of course, somebody that was into speed, you know, race kind of stuff. I, I thought that was always, I had a poster up on the wall, Yeah. you know, of that truck for a long time. But um, there's a lot of guys, you know, you look at Jim Morris that worked at Belltech. I mean, he was kind of the, the, the man behind the styling of it all. Yeah. You know, and, and he came up with some real wild paint jobs. and Yeah, and, and Belltech ads. Front exactly. spread on Trucking Magazine, Done. like with that. Uh, uh, God, what am I? It's it's it, it looks like the, the curtains here in the in, in the studio. Yes, right. It, yes. It, you know, they lay it on the floor, all crumpled. Yeah, crumpled. It wasn't a canvas. It was just some crumpled. No, no, I crumpled can... drapes, satin drapes. Yes, and it was like up into the the cove in the background, and then they had it. Yeah, it was that well, was a popular deal. But but back then, graphics too on those trucks. We're looking at like, you know, not just line graphics because that was more of kind of like the square body stuff. The 88 to 98s, this was the age of like wild dry brush looking swoops and, and paint splatters. And well, I mean, you, you know, it was, what would they call it? The Holstein hauler? Yes. Right? Yes. That was the Belltech yes. truck, yes. right? It would look like a cow. It looked like a cow. You're like, okay. Uh, and then uh, the, the Van Van Halen truck. Yeah. The Van hauler. Yeah. You know, with the it, the paint scheme to match uh, you know Eddie's guitar. Right. Uh, and there, there's uh, one of our, our friends and customers. Uh, his name is Brian. He's out of uh, Brian Harp out of Arkansas. Okay. He built his own version of that truck. Oh, really? Uh, a few years ago. Okay. And, and um, man, times it's actually probably eight or eight or nine years ago. Right. And we we rebuilt those wheels for him, and also uh, we did a set of wheels for Dwayne. When okay. Dwayne, because uh, Dwayne rebuilt. Dwayne okay. was commissioned uh, to uh, update Eddie's original truck. Exactly, which and we, we updated the wheels on there. Right, um, right. And I was part of that actually when I worked at Street Trucks Magazine. Yeah, I need to. I need to pull that. back uh, some pictures of of that and yeah. post that. Well, that's another thing too. Let's. I mean, give credit where credit's due. Dwayne had a lot to do with this as well. You know, I mean, Dwayne was the guy that was kind of seeking out a lot of these things. Yeah. And you know, well, what we need to uh, we need to to either repost the or you know attention to the video we did that I helped you guys with uh, years ago. You're right. The You're, the, the wow. birth of the sport truck. That was right. Uh, that was like one of the it was that one of the first auto revolution things or was that right before you Jason know, left yeah. uh, sport truck. That was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back as far as myself and Jason's uh, uh tenure at street trucks because street trucks not sport truck. Yeah. yeah. Um the 25th anniversary of that truck was coming up. And so being fans of those vehicles, we decided to do something that wasn't actually covered in the magazine. What we wanted to do was something that was just kind of a side project. So we went ahead and went back to and, and uh, interviewed some of the key Dude, that people. was 2013? It was 2013. Whoa. Right. So, um, and that's what kind of, we got some great response out of that video. And in 2014, that's when Jason and I actually left and, and formed Auto Revolution based on that video. Yeah. So... Um, I believe we still have that video up um, on YouTube, uh, and it's it's got great information. It's called "Birth of the Sport Truck." It is. Yes. Is it okay? Yes. So and, everybody, and, pull that up. It's kind of it, it's cool. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, it's it. Your, it, it was a cool production, but your production quality has come up a hundredfold since. Yes. That was uh, yeah. yeah. You guys do some. I mean, you guys have come a long way with what you guys do, and you do. Uh, some really, I mean, I've always been impressed with the end result of the stuff I've done with you guys. Sure, no, you know, and you guys tell a great story. I think it's a good collaboration. You know, we, you we, know how to get the, you know, and I, I think we need to revisit that. I think we need to start I, bringing I people agree. in now that it's six years later that we started talking about this. Right, right. We need to 
bring these people in that are doing this stuff and having these trucks and, 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 you know, well, some of those guys that we interviewed back there, I mean, Pete Santini is still painting. Uh, Steve Stanford obviously is still drawing cars and still influencing, you know, many hot rod builders throughout the world, you know, um, yourself, you know, you're still carrying a lot of the, the designs, both new and old. Yeah. And I mean, so people ask me all the time, Hey, when are you going to make this design? As soon as you order it, so, let's yeah, do yeah. it. I mean, right. uh, I'm not going to go through the whole, uh, you know, 1992 catalog right. and make everything. Well, and the other thing, too, I want to point out about but your I wheel will line. If you, if you want it for your yeah. truck or car. I'll well, no, this it. is something I'm battling with right now with, with uh, my cousin Jordan. I don't want to make it sound like you're only building the retro designs because there's some designs. Your oh, current no. Designs, I, mean, uh, I mean, like a Centennial would look probably awesome. Ni- probably 90% of my, uh, 90% of my lineup can fit on there. yeah exactly yeah and, and look right and at home there was there was a, a standard cab short bed that i had eric brockmeyer draw with some a set of our amarillos okay and every once in a while i'll, I'll have him do something like that for us just this is just to see right know? right and i had a guy call me and go have you built that truck or are you building that truck i said no it's just a concept we're messing with i'm yeah. I'm, I'm going a different route with my truck and he goes do you mind if i build that right and I said, dude, go for it. Certainly. So he ordered the set of wheels, and I, and I lost touch with them. Right. You know, um, and uh, all of a sudden I saw they got pictures of that truck on social media. I was like, oh, shit. It really nice. looked great, he, didn't he, it? He, huh? did, he nailed it. Yeah. He nailed it. He yeah. did it exactly like the rendering, and it looked great. Well. And that's and that's not a retro-style wheel. It's, it's no. one of my more new – I call them newer design. If anything that I have is two to three years old, it's newer because – from the time they order it to the time it gets a picture taken of it on a, on a vehicle, it's a year to two years, right? I mean, right. we're not cranking these, you know, most people aren't cranking uh, custom vehicles out in you know, six, eight weeks. Right. Well, that, that's the other thing, too. I think that the ADH-98 allows you to have, you could put a retro wheel on it. You can put a hot rod wheel on it. You can put a European wheel on it. Dude, they look cool with just uh, five, uh, just like Torque Thrust looking five yeah. spokes yeah. on there. right. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, here's one thing I do want to point out, though. We're missing something here because... Even Chevrolet saw that these trucks were special because we haven't even talked about the 454 truck. Yeah. Right? Now, I mean, this truck in 1990, Chevy came out with a big block 454. They called it the 454 SS. It was even I, – I, I still have the slides and the, the media kit from Chevrolet that I got. Oh, wow. And they, they, they touted this as the truck from hell, right? And some guys will say, well, they had leftover parts for some of the trucks. So they like, you know, they had a bunch of leftover 14 bolt uh, uh, rear differentials. They had obviously a lot of leftover big blocks from the from the crew cabs. Um, But Chevy didn't care. They said, look, we're going to put all this stuff in one vehicle. And pretty much they they didn't really build because, I mean, the horsepower rating on thing was was horrible. It was like, again, only in the 200s. (laughs) Right. Which, which you look and at it, a 454 it, with 200 horsepower, you got to go, what's wrong here? Well, you know, it, I, run the, it on seven cylinders. Well, <laughs> and the numbers too, the numbers from like the 88, uh, 350 yeah. to the 95 V six. Yeah. They're, they're like 10, 10 horsepower yeah, off. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right. But the, those, those SS 454 trucks, truck from hell, whatever you want to call them. Um, they, they were burnout machines. I'll tell you that. But, the, but not only that, they, they had a, a certain look that you knew even, Pulling up to the stoplight, you could tell, man, that's a truck from hell. You just, boom, knew it. And, and I think that guys, see, this is what I've always wanted to do. And this is why I even tried to pitch to Chevrolet. I said, you know, and this was a few years back. I go, you guys realize that 
the, the now the 30th anniversary uh, uh, version is coming or, or should come up. Why don't you guys take your LSX 454 and place that into that vehicle and kind of do like a retro throwback? Yeah. You know, Chevrolet every year at SEMA, they try to always build like a throwback vehicle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this would be the key thing to do. Guys, take one of these vehicles, put the modern powertrain in it. So go from 200 horsepower all the way up to 700 horsepower. Yeah. And, and really build a barn burner, you know? Um, I'm yet to see it. I hope that somebody's yeah. out there doing it. We'll yeah. see, you know? Well, you, you know what was cooler? What's that? Cyclones. Oh, don't get me started on and that. And typhoons. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. Fastest yes. production. Wasn't that the fastest American the typhoon production? typhoon was the fastest American production car. But, and GM had a run because obviously they had the, the, the GMs. Yeah, it was like a 0 to 60 4.3 seconds. Like that. Something like that. I mean, All-wheel G- drive. GM. And you got to give... You got to give guys like John Moss back there at GM in, in his day. You know, he was kind of the, the director of, of, of the special vehicles back then. You got to give him credit because they had the Buicks. You know, you had your your, oh, yeah. your GNs, right? Your GNs, yep. your GNXs. They were, I think, 87 fastest production car. Uh, then you got into, you had the um, you had the Cyclone first, which was the all-wheel drive S10 GMC style pickup. Uh, turbocharged V6. Basically took the powertrain out of the Buick and put that into an S10 pickup or an S15. And then, you know, we, we got into the Typhoons that had, um, you know, that was the, the baby blazer, as a yep. lot of guys called them. You know, again, yep. an S-series blazer with all-wheel drive and a turbocharged V6. And that run also, that came into then the ZR1 Corvette. So from like 87 to say 92 or 3, GM ruled the world in fastest production cars. Where that's gone today... <laughs> right, right? <laughs> yeah so uh i just to me and i know I, i'm probably not the only one here speaking about this but i'm not very excited about the late model gm trucks right now no i'm not either i think that they're trying a little too hard to make a raptor slash titan slash tundra slash something <laughs> yeah I, they're all playing it safe too there's like yeah. there's a, there's a in this is suvs but there's a there's a graphic that's been going around and it, it, it lists like 20 different uh, SUVs out there. Right. And it shows, it's just got profile shots and they are almost identical. Exactly. All of them, all of them are, well, they, they, they show a white one, you know, they're all white yeah. and then they just show, and it's like, wow. Well, that's, I heard, I, I have to, st- I, I'm going to requote this and, and actually it's somebody that, that is a car person, but it's not the car person you think I'm going to quote. I heard Jerry Seinfeld the other day say this. He said that cars have lost their interest. In other words, before you were able to like, if you were driving the opposite way, you could spot, oh, that you know, that's a Pontiac. Absolutely, right. Where nowadays you drive whatever's going the other way for you, it's a white car, or it's a black car, or it's a champagne car. That's the other color that I always love, champagne, because everybody <laughs> makes champagne. a champagne car. Yeah, right. right? So. You know, now you just have like these, it's almost like they're, they're just these transportational vehicles. There's no style. There's no, like, you can't tell that, oh my God, that's a Chevy truck. And, and you can tell this because look at all of the tailgates on all of the new trucks, everything right now, what we, what we used to take off, what we used to debadge, right? We would get rid of the, the, the logos or the, mm-hmm. or the emblems. Now they're embossed with the, with the company's name, whether that be Toyota or Ford or, Yep. You know, um, I've even saw some of the, the aftermarket stuff, which which I, I'm not really a fan of this, but 
you know, Roush right now is, is building a, a limited edition super duty pickup truck. Okay. okay. And it's outfitted quite well. Nice. And it's, it's something that's, it's a nice vehicle, but the thing that kills me is they tried to take the grill styling from the Raptor with, of course, the large Ford lettering across the, 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 the grill there. And they try to do their own version by putting a big Roush across there. And to me, it just kind of looks like that's all you guys can come up with. Yeah. You know, like that looks like a 3D printer just kind of put something together and you guys just slammed it on there at the last minute. It doesn't look like somebody actually took a look back at the vehicle and said, how can I style that different to give it that special appeal? Well, nothing against Roush, but that that's kind of they've kind of done that it's for a while. T- uh, yeah. That's... Because look when look when we did our deal with Roush, um, it had a sticker. Yeah. It had a vinyl sticker on the side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the bottom and it was like, really? Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, look back, you know, uh, that was a that was in, that was an interesting experience it, I'll share for another time. Right. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh so, so I, I don't know. I don't care about new cars. No. No, I do. I'm just kidding. Not as much as I care about the trucks and hot rods, though. I don't know. Right now, I think if I was to buy a new car, I'd buy a new powertrain and put it into something that I enjoy. Yeah. You know, I I, I did just pick up a 93 standard cab Chevy pickup truck. Oh, you did? And uh, it it needs its fair share of restoration. Yeah, okay. Don't don't (laughs) make it. It's no cream puff. Yeah. You know, um, I, I will say it probably needs everything. But, you know, I wouldn't mind putting a healthy LS engine in there and, okay. you know, kind of upgrading uh, a few things to, to get some creature comfort out of it. You know, I'd like to see maybe hint, hint, TMI to put together a, uh, a an upholstery kit for it. Because that, if you're going to pick apart these trucks, the thing that you're going to pick apart is the interior. Yeah. And you know what? The seats, that's a good opportunity for somebody. It is. The interior on those trucks have, have a nice, comfortable bench. Right. Right. Or even just nobody likes the dashboards on them. I mean, let's be honest. Everybody just kind of looked and said, what is it? That's why the 95 Chevys were always such a a big deal. Mine came with a dash mat. Right. Yeah. Right. But when when I picked mine up, it had the dash mat. I was like, what? What? Well, just that that square console. And if you have a 88 to 91, you have the ridiculous thermometer style uh, yep. speedometers that you're kind of like how fast am i really going am i going 60 or am i going 120 which what am i doing yeah right you know and it, they finally in 92 they came out with the with the actual needle like analog deal but um you know it was just some of these guys um i, I think that the uh i think that really if if somebody came out with some a nice styled interior yeah there'd be no way to walk away from these trucks you know you've got the outside down but the inside just you know what what truck uh what what truck we need to I don't know if they ever document any with pictures and stuff but Dwayne did that truck for his customer Tom. Uh, oh yes. 454. Yes, I remember that. And bitching. bitching. The interiors bitching. Oh, I know. It's 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 exactly like what you're talking about. Yes. The, yes. There's a lot of money in this truck but it's it's really That bitching. is a nice truck. Yeah. Yeah, I have pictures of just the truck with the wheels on it but you really got to see just the rest of this truck. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, talking about pictures, why don't um, I mean, let's stop talking about this stuff and let's break out some of these pictures and maybe you can share some of this stuff with your audience later on. Well, let's do this. There's a lot to go through, dude. Right. Let's go. Let, let's let's just maybe wrap this up and then we're gonna go through the pictures 
and then we'll regroup. Let's do that because because there are thousands of pictures uh, in there. Yeah, and there's a, there's at least there's at least thirty to forty different conversations to be had with those pictures. But what we are going to do, we're going to go through those pictures. Sure enough, and then we're going to go th- we're going to post some of the sport truck stuff. Right, and you're going to see that. So by by the time this this airs. We will also be posting some of the stuff on the Instagram. So awesome, you know, um, and we'll put a little description about some of that stuff and some of the stuff we may not know the details of the truck, but just enjoy. And if people know about it, please comment on our social media because we, we'd like to like to see if uh, people out there. Because it's funny with social media, people remember these trucks. Oh, they do. I, you know, I learn a lot by posting some of these old pictures, and you go, okay, well, I know what that and that is, and then someone will go, oh yeah, that in the background, that's this guy, or yeah, that's the truck we built over here, and Absolutely. this, it's so cool. So yeah. keep it up, everybody. So look, look forward to that. We got some cool pictures of the ZR1 pickup we're gonna post. Uh, we talked about that truck, um, and there's a few others in there that we're gonna we're gonna post on there. So absolutely. All right, dude. Well, thanks again. And hey, then uh, everybody, uh, go to Auto Revolution. You can check them out on Instagram. Um, they're on Amazon Prime. That's they right. got uh, they got some really cool episodes of just car culture. Um, re- really, you got a competition you're doing with Jason. That's right. Right. You're he's the building C10 a square clash. body. That's right. Uh, square, a C10, and you're building a 70. That's correct. Teal going maybe possibly maybe maybe maybe. Um, and uh, I think. That's that's gonna be it. But like also it. look forward to the uh, daily refresh uh, on uh, my uh, Chevy, and with AZ and go to AZ Pro Performance for any of you that are looking for parts um, for these trucks, C10 square bodies, and and now he's starting to populate there with the CK products. So check him out. Travis is a good guy, he great, is. great yeah. distributor uh, of of ours and uh, great products. But other than that, um, we're gonna wrap this up, dude. We're going to get on out of here. Uh, and maybe anybody, we might be heading up to Born Free uh, races tonight in the City of Industry. That's right. Should be a good time. I kind of it wasn't paying attention. It popped up last minute uh, on my radar. But hopefully it's not too far from my house. I'll maybe hit it up. Let's go check it out. All right. Thanks again. That's it. We'll see you. Talk to you guys.